Good evening, friends and family, and welcome to a safe space radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I wanted to open the show with something groovy, with a fat bass. A fat bass. Yes. That was If You Want Me to Stay by Sly and the Family Stone from the album 1973 album Fresh. And it is as fresh today as it was in 1973. Hey, the gang's all here. Calvin Williams is here. Is it Lucas or Luca? I don't know. <laughs> I I so I was saying to my just before the show that um it's now and then I, I added in or should it be Lou, which would be our seventh um name in seven years that I've been with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do need you to get the mic right in front of you. Oh but, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that. I have not had that many names. When I was a little kid I was Frankie and then I was Frank and Faceboy has been a name that's been around with me for a very long time, but mostly it's Faceboy. I mean, mostly it's Francis these days. My bio looks like the start of every true crime, like every single one. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually haven't had a whole lot of a whole lot of nicknames uh, growing up. It was either Calvin or in the case of my my dad's side of the family, Cece, because of my first and middle name are both uh, both start with C. What's your middle name? Uh, Chaplin. Uh, it is Chaplin. Uh, 
Yep, it's uh, my... Um, I was named after my dad, who was named after his mother's father. Uh, his, uh, his mother's father was named Calvin Chaplin. So... <clears throat> So my uh, so my grandmother named uh, named him after her father. Oh, nice. Um, did you like um know your grandmother? Um, I knew my grandmother very well. She was she was a magnificent woman. Uh, she she passed away in twenty fourteen. I I miss her to this very day, man. I'm sorry about that. Um, about your loss. God. Got many wonderful memories of her, so I uh, I can't be I can't be too down. She was yeah. She was awesome. <laughs> Are you generally you know, good at? Sorry. And this is kind of what we were talking about uh, a few weeks ago when we were talking about loss. Like when I think about my dog Remy, for example, when he passed, it was tore my heart out. It just it was the the worst thing in the world. But now when I think of him, it's just all the wonderful things. It's it's all the it's all the love, and that's why. I put in that poem, uh, uh, the 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 oh, that that the that the pain is going to pass, but the love is going to remain. But I said it so much better in the poem. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom got her second shot yesterday. So those of you with elderly people in your lives that are wondering, of course, it's different for everybody. But my mom is 88, and yes, the second shot did have uh, more side effects than the first shot she's been sleeping most of the day she got up to eat she's gotten up to use the bathroom she has had some aches and pains um and uh you know general not feeling all that well but nothing nothing alarming nothing serious and uh you know thank god in less than two weeks now she'll be fully vaccinated and um since we're talking about family i wanted to play this uh message from her brother my uncle brian and I'm going to try to get this on speaker. This is a call. I'm calling to see if you got your shot. I got my shot. Did you get your shot? I take a shot every day. <laughs> shot of tequila, a shot of fancy, a shot of wine, a shot of beer. But I got my shot for COVID, too. Got two of them. So how you doing, Bonnie? You okay? Not really a robot call. your brother. Bonnie, you okay? You got feeding the squirrels? Okay. Well, I called, but I got I got my two shots. I was coming shots of liquor and wine. But um, I guess maybe I'm taking a walk. I hope you're okay, healthy. I'll give you a call back on Wednesday. Give you a couple of days to rest up. God bless you, Bonnie. Take care of everybody and yourself. Get a shot. Bye. <laughs> they both have a similar sense of humor. Yes. Yeah. My uncle Brian is very, very funny. I remember he he was saying, you know, you know, these days I can't remember every anything, anything unless I write it down. I got to write everything down. This morning I had my breakfast. I had my eggs. I had my bacon. I had my coffee, but I didn't have my toast because I didn't write it down. I didn't have toast. I didn't have toast with my breakfast. Like the the one thing that is so easy just to put a bread in a toaster. And so I had my breakfast without my toast because I didn't write it down. I've said I've said those exact um, lines to you before. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know why I didn't have a carb. I think um, I just I didn't have my my list of like what I needed in the meal, and I couldn't remember that carbs weren't essential. 
<laughs> yeah, but you also record wine as grapes for your food. Stop! Stop! <laughs> what if one of them is listening? <laughs> I have that. I've that never told that. That was one lie that I kept. I, like, I pretty much like. Well, I'm owned up to all my lies, including I told the cops that I that I kicked out Scary Ben with a, um, a militia that I created, but um, I never said that I told that I report, reported the grapes as wine because I well, just I'm sorry I too, called you out, but it was, it was funny. too ridiculous. That's wine, which is filling out. You know, uh, he was filling out. What I was he, living in a sober house at the time. What he what he ate today? So it was like eggs. Hmm. Creeps. <laughs> and you let me do it. <laughs> Cause, just because it was so absurd. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just grapes, uh, grapes under a different name and constitution, yeah? That's what I thought. <laughs> so how have you all been? Uh, I've been, I've been really good this week. Um, um, I, this week I, I took, uh, took my stimulus check and, uh, um, uh, some of my savings and built myself a new computer. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Wow. That is very cool. That is very cool. It's, uh, it's up and running now. <clears throat> um, it took you, uh, it only, it only took me a few, it, it took me a few hours to build. It took me like maybe five or six hours to build, but most of, uh, most of this week was, uh, me transferring everything from, uh, to this new computer from my previous computer. I'm not sure if you can see it behind me there. Uh, behind me is my old computer. Okay. So you're like a prodigy because five hours is pretty quick. I've heard it's like, um, a longer process than that. I've heard it's like a 20 hour process. Uh, depend, depends on, depends on the person and the build. Uh, okay. I kept this. I kept this really, really simple. I got all the parts that he needed. Uh, big shout out to my friend Scott, who uh, <clears throat> who was able to help me uh, help me pick everything out and uh, drove me to uh, the micro center in Brooklyn, and I was able to get all my parts there. And how much does it save you to to, to build it? Um, depending on depending on what you're looking to build, it could it could save you anywhere from hundreds of dollars to thousands. You know, because I used to build robots for the military, and I'm starting to think that um, I could figure it out if you like, if I could save a lot of money. You know what I mean? You are very, very smart, Lucas. And you know, when when you were running the soundboard, it took you, it took you, you know, when when the when we when the lockdown first started, and uh, and it took you a week to figure out something that I would never be able to figure out <laughs> i used to say you know it would probably take me a month or two and you and calvin agree it would be a, a never <laughs> yeah that one was a never we actually talked about it when you weren't there <laughs> and, and when i was there that would be a never how long would it take me to figure out how to do what you figured out how to do in a week that would be a never well, just not with that explanation from Tom Tenney. Like I was like, well, he did not, um, he did not get the, like he'd start explanations and then he'd um, he'd go on to a new rant 
and never finish the one that he started. <laughs> and so I'd be like, where were we going? Like what, as a student, I got Rick very upset. I was like, um, taking notes, like literally trying to take notes for his lecture. And I was like, okay, now I don't even know why we're learning this. What if I'm missing something? What if, you know, and I'd go in that like paranoid, like I'm going to get on the air and I'm going to have needed this, but he, um, I'm not going to have known why. And it's not going to like come to me. <laughs> right. But uh, I will, <clears throat> I will, I will say this: If you can build a robot, you can build a computer easily. My a friend Tim, he always says, like, don't tell people that I built death robots for the military. <laughs> I think it's, I pay my penance because now they like they they're starting to have these like robots that like move. Um, or it looks like it moves. I pro probably doesn't, but at Cal Lord, um, and it like takes your temperature and it like um detects if you have a mask so it's like looking at your face and stuff like that and i i just watched this movie about um the like military robots sort of like detecting like fear on you like against their, their own people and i was like it's happening because it started saying like denied 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 when i was like, Count Lord. and i was like it's happening the robots have come for me it, uh those uh the robots that uh at uh, Killing Lord, it wasn't it wasn't those like four wheel dog looking robots, was it? No, but that's like what I sort of I built. They they actually had um um why can't I think of the name? They had like rotary sort of like the the they looked like a tank, um but it had um had creepy hands. Yeah, it was um it was called like a um it was like a talon, but it was like a arms. It was called an arms device because of like it had creepy arms. So. I'm feeling really bad, like being at the start of the, this military doing that. Now that I'm getting paranoid about it myself, I'm like, we should never have let them do that. And I'm like, I had, I held the original blueprints to that model. <laughs> uh, don't feel bad if it, if, if you didn't do it, somebody else was going to. It was just somebody a, else was going to. Yeah. Time. I mean, I mean, this is this is 1980. This is what 1984 predicted, except it took a little longer than we expected. But it, it also I those. Went to I went to college with this guy named Ben Gertzel. He he went to Simon's Rock. Uh, and what he's right now, one of the things he's doing, Gertzel was the chief scientist of Hansen Robotics, the company that created Sophia the Robot. Oh, she's the one you, that you have sex with? Like, she actually has, like, a hole? No. She's <laughs> a sex robot. Okay. Sophia is a social humanoid robot developed by Hong Kong-based company Hansen Robotics. No, I think she has sex with him, too. I think I read that. <laughs> no. Well, there is like one robot that like like is your girlfriend and like she's your escort and your sex partner. They like that happened. It's in October 2017, <laughs> Sophia became a Saudi Arabian citizen, the first robot oh, to receive no. citizenship in any country. You know, oh, that's goodness. really insulting because they they like for all the people who are trying to get citizenship and then a robot gets it. <laughs> How would you feel if a robot got citizenship before you? Right. <laughs> Good point. Good point. I well, you know, one day this robot made this robot stripper made more than any of us make all year combined, and and like I felt really I cheated, re really cheated. All those tech boys who love strippers, they all paid more for her than for us. That Let's... that comes at no surprise to me. <laughs> I know it, it came at no surprise to me too, but I still felt like I was like, I was like, why can't I be a robot? <laughs> I've also said because of stripping, why can't I be a doll? 
Lucas, you sent us some music. Uh, what I think this would be a good time to break into song. What um, would you like us like uh, to be played first? I'm going to play. Um, I, this song goes out to um, um, my friend Jess in memoriam for him. Um, Downtown by um, Magical Clouds because um, he, you know, made me feel the way that this song like it makes you feel. Like he always made me feel. And uh, in case you didn't catch that, this is in memoriam for uh, DJ Jeff, who DJ, passed, DJ Jess. DJ Jess, sorry, who passed six <laughs> years ago uh, just recently. Uh, and Calvin, if you'd be so kind.
your shot. I got my shot. Did you get your shot? I take a shot every day. A shot of tequila, a shot of brandy, a shot of wine, a shot of beer. But I got my shot for COVID, too. Got two of them. <laughs> it's a good way to end Just that song. Just have to play the beginning of that again. <laughs> Things are a little bit lighter in the world. Yes. Things are a little... I'm still not not revealing my shot status. That's that's fine. That's perfectly and, fine. And like I said before, because I want to be able to, to pull the, oh man, I can't can't do it, can't can't go out. I don't, that, I don't have my vaccination that, yet. You, you just saying that um, shows that you already got your shot. <laughs> no, I didn't, I, well maybe I don't know. I can have more than I was saying, I was saying <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, my friends are going to be like, Francis, it's 2024. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Still, still, I still haven't got that shot yet. I'm just, uh, just waiting for the right time. Remember when in the psych ward when I said, "Is COVID over?" and you were like, "Yeah," and I said, "Wait, does that mean I have to get a job?" and you said, "Yeah," and I said, "Listen, I have to go. I have to go. I'm gonna go cry." And then I called you back the next day, and I was like, "Okay, so I guess I'm gonna go like apply at Trader Joe's." <laughs> and I was so disenthusiastic, and you were like, "That's great!" And everybody was like, "That's great!" And I was just like, "Yeah, great." Hey, the employees there are happy. It's a good job. There's room for advancement. You would be great at it. You'd be great at it. You know, because because you're you're a very upbeat. Uh, you 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 you're you're very smart, and and you're very you know people fucking love you. Yeah, I mean, at this point, there's so, so few jobs. Like any job is a um, is a worthy job, you know. Most definitely. Like, <laughs> I think you know, so many people are unemployed. You can't just like sometimes. I think it's teaching us to be a little bit like more. Like I want, like I don't know, the government because I'm on unemployment. They're working with me on like, what's your rate? But like, you also don't want to be like. Do you have to take your rate in times like these? You know, mm. your like your rate is important, and you should put a value on your work. But like, is it, it's okay to just go take a job at like at Trader Joe's too? You know what I mean? It's okay to go take a job at a grocery store. Yeah. I think so many people who are like went to college were like, I can't, like, I it's a waste of my degree because um, like we've been sold that, but you know. Listen, just uh, just make the best of it until you can take advantage of your degree. That's the, that's the one thing that was never instilled in us. Totally. Like, you're, you failed if you didn't go right from college to, like, a job in your degree. In my mind, I'm like, I did because, like, I, you know, I went out there and 
I met, the, I started working for the person who I wrote papers about, Francis. And then I started, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Please listen to our earlier episodes um, from any of the seven years before this one where we got serious around, around the time the ride started. I was like, I don't think we should talk about those things anymore. It's not funny right now. <laughs> funny is back. We can funny. be funny. Yes. We can be funny. But your sister and brother watch now. Brother-in-law watch now. Well, yeah, there's some things that we're not going to talk about as much as we used to. But that there, we can be funny I mean, with other things. They know. They, you, like... All right, let's move on. <laughs> there are now yeah. black market, not just black market vaccinations. There are now black market vaccination cards. So oh, there are be, there, so there are people that are like, you know what? I don't want to actually get the vaccination, but I want the card so I can get into clubs and parties and stuff. So let me just get the card. How fucking stupid is that? How dumb? <laughs> How damn dumb? How damn dumb are people? Pretty damn dumb. Well, I mean, I can understand if it's an emergency, like if like I think I haven't gotten the vaccine yet because I just got out of the hospital, and if a if a party came up, that's not an emergency. What exactly. are you talking about? Because like I would, I would risk getting COVID for the party because I would need a t- I have I need to dance, especially if it was like a day party outside because I have vitamin D deficiency because they give gave me no windows all year, and then yes, they choked about it. Lucas, what? Get the vaccination, not a fake vax card, please. I'm not going to get a fake, fake, fake fax card. I wouldn't even know where the criminals aren't working with me because I went to the, I went to the cops about the heroin incident in Bushwick. So like now the criminals don't even want to work with me. Yeah, they, they, uh, they, they know you can't be trusted. I can't, I'm a narc because I like had my schizophrenic attack. I was like, I didn't even narc about them. I said my husband's dealing in the, he's not even a dealer. I, but I was like, my husband, I know it's my husband because only his enemies were drugged on heroin. And like, <laughs> that might have just been a coincidence. <laughs> the cops didn't do anything about it. They were like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "There's a lot of there's a lot of heroin here on Bushwick," and they were like, "What?" That they were they were interested in hearing that. They were like, "What? There's heroin in Bushwick right now?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's all over." But I'm... they weren't really interested in like taking down my friends, which was which was nice of them. Um, but I wasn't rambling about my friends. I was just trying to take down my husband yet again. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> no, I just like when, during the day I never actually like, file a report on him. So I come to my senses, but at night I'm like I'm like I'm gonna take that man to I'm gonna take that man to court, not even mediation court. <laughs> hey, you do what you gotta do, you know. <clears throat> I'm Italian. Italian, like I'm an Italian. Like I was born as a woman. Like Italian women, like they um at night they have like. There's a like, you know what I mean? Uh, we well, didn't actually finish the sentence. <laughs> There's like a fire in them at night where they're like, you know, they're like, I'm going to, I'm going to murder that guy. And like, it doesn't mean they're actually going to murder that guy. Gotcha. It just, <laughs> now I'm following you. Okay. <laughs> Calvin, did you have music you wanted to play this week? Uh, actually, let's see if I actually, uh, put, uh, put the song in there. Um, <laughs> I was in the mood for some Osley Brothers, so... Nice. Uh, given, given everything that's been, uh, uh, that I've been up to uh, as of late, um, 
the song the song that really came to mind was uh, Work to Do. <laughs> okay. So we're going to get into that right now. You are listening to a Safe Space Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is a nonprofit 501c3 corporation. Donations to Radio Free Brooklyn are tax deductible, and we could use your help. Those donations can uh, be given. You can find a place to give those donations by going to radiofreebrooklyn.com slash donate that's radiofreebrooklyn.com slash donate that's where you go for your tax deductible donation to the station and why not and why not you feel good right we're all starting to feel a little better 
Yep. Open up your pockets. Give us some money. It's that a good always cause. feels good. What's that, Calvin? It's a good cause. We, uh, you get to support uh, um, dozens of hours of original programming, live, pre-record, podcasts. You get to you get to have us uh, on your uh, on your internet radio dial every week. <laughs> um, one of our pillars. I raised my hand, Francis. Oh. Okay, I have a Zoom call. It's my turn. <laughs> um, I um, you get to, one of our pillars is education, which is a really important cause right now. Um, because um, if we don't um, educate um, the kids right now are very, very smart. I'm on social media with them and they're really much doing much better than we are. Um, so we need to like support, um, funding their education. We should, they shouldn't just have to be, um, like right now the zoom education, it's just, um, it wasn't enough. So the kids are out there listening to things like radio free Brooklyn to self-educate. And so we really need, um, and radio free Brooklyn also brings in, it brings in kids, right? Yeah. Uh, we had uh, we had the uh, we had our teen squad program that uh yeah unfor- um that we had that for a while unfortunately uh, unfortunately the uh, the the grant expired and so we're um, even though the grant expired we are working on some initiatives for teens for uh, for this coming summer. I'm on a list for for um, educational um, uh, performance grants because I went to the program in educational theater. I'll um. Who who's who's like leading? Who's should I send that to if I find it? Find a grant. Um, we can talk. Uh, we'll talk about that offline. Uh, okay. Can, and that's something we can something we can definitely talk about because uh, we're always because we're always looking for funding uh, for grants and uh, anything that can uh, help the cause of uh, RFB neighborhood neighborhood the community everything yeah. Yeah, they. It's one of those like we get the email first because it's that's what you pay for in two hundred fifty thousand dollars. What did I say to you, Francis? I was like, why do I know that? Um, they were like, what painting is this? And I was just like going around like doing. And I was like, why do I know these these answers, Francis? And he was like, because you spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> hey, folks. Get your shots. Get your shots. Take a shot after you get your shots. Listen to my Uncle Brian. Shot, 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 shot. And hey, marijuana is legal in New York State. Now, think of what this summer is going to be like. My God, the whoring 20s. <laughs> what I'm talking about. People starved of infection. Finally vaccinated. Nice weather. Legal marijuana. I had a horror <laughs> moment. The government called me about it. What's that? That's... I had a horror moment. And then the government had a big tabs on me because they didn't tell me they sterilized me with the medication. And they were like, they were like, it, I don't know how it got back to them. Like it got around town really quick that I had sex because I haven't had sex in a year. <laughs> and the, my doctor calls me and he's like, this is a sensitive conversation, but like, did you, like, did, are you, did, or would you have a child if you got pregnant? Well, I was like, what are you? Um, yeah. I mean, wouldn't have like, um, I personally wouldn't have an abortion right now. Like, um, and then he was like, oh, fuck, 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 get, get off Depakote. I didn't know that. I was like, well, what you thought I was going to like, you should ask me if I was just going to abort a baby or not, you know, like, that's, <laughs> but don't, I don't know. I feel like the government can't make these choices for people. Like it's they, basically sterilizing people. They shouldn't, but uh, yet they do. 
Yeah, but maybe I needed to be sterilized when I was cr- running around town going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether to roll with this or change the subject. I think I'm going to yeah, change were, the subject. Yeah, they, they I think we should come back to it another day with like um, academic notes so we're not just like bullshitting. Uh, I'm good with that agreed, one. Agreed. I'm good with that one. So yeah, uh, last for, week... Oh. Yeah, um... On the topic of uh, RFB, is a lot of a uh, lot of things happening right now uh, within RFB. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but uh, Tom, uh, uh, our Supreme Leader Tom Tenney, uh, announced that he that he um, stepped down as of the end of March. So he is yes. So he is no longer our station di- uh, station director. He is oh. he is stepped. He's still on the board of directors, and uh, and he will always be a co-founder. And yeah, he is still but, he is still very much active in uh in Ready Free Brooklyn, and so uh, I'll still see him, right? He's gonna be at parties and stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's not going anywhere. He's, I really love Tom. Tom, Tom is he Tom makes is, me feel yeah. included, even when even when I'm not being included by the rest of the group. <laughs> that was, <laughs> happened at the beginning of when we first started Ready Free Brooklyn. There was some behavioral problems. <laughs> Is that there a, good a couple way to put of people it? that were being mean girls to you. Mm. Yeah, but I, I had, I also had my own like behavioral problems because I didn't know how to, um, I didn't know how to, um, I hadn't gone to Renfrew yet, so I didn't know how to keep it chill. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> so I, I, I don't know how my reactions were. You were always so. charming, and I mean that. Thank you. Always charming oh. at the parties. <laughs> so I uh, was starting to say, oh, was there more that you wanted to mention about what's going on with the station? Yes. So with with Tom stepping down, um, the management team has uh, really uh, really stepped up and uh, taken a more prominent role for Ready Free Brooklyn. So <clears throat> so with that, uh, Shane from uh, who hosts Everybody Plays the Fool is now our new station director. So he's so Shane. Oh. Shane's in charge. Uh, Shane's in charge of like kind of day to day operations, and we report to him for for everything. Um, Aaron, who hosts uh, Gameplay Radio, she is our she's now a programming director. Um, uh, Rachel C of uh, Here and Now, Rachel C is continuing to be our uh, music director. Um, uh, John B. Lerner, who hosts um, the Next Best Thing. Is our director of social, uh, social and community, um, and me. And there's me. I'm now the technical director. <laughs> you, so. I, I, I thought you were already the technical director. Because um, <laughs> you do so much work, as, as you don't you think, Francis? I thought so too. Yeah. <laughs> We we always we always called you the technical director. <laughs> we were like, yeah, definitely only go to Calvin for tech when people would ask us advice. <laughs> so even though even though it was an inform like in the in informal role, I was the IT director. So I was big, I was like my responsibilities were basically for the stream and our our serve uh, comp- uh, like the uh, the computer in the studio and our streaming servers. But I mean, let's 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 be real. I 
eyeshadow Tom. It, I mean, case, you get me, you get me sad. like a schizophrenic on the air when I, when my schizophrenia re, like like falls off, and I'm like, are people are people like planning this? They don't want me on the air, and <laughs> you can get me on the air. <laughs> Lucas, you're, you're... last week because Lucas couldn't get on the air, and it was so important to him. You know, he had read Richard Pryor Jr.'s book, etc. He thought no, that, I, I had that, I had he read that it, you like... and I. We're, we're gaslighting him and then spent like half of last week thinking that, that we were broken up. Because I didn't have a phone. I got a text about, oh, I got this kind of text. The, the you can put all my stuff in a car and. <laughs> but sometimes I want you to just put all my stuff in a car just because I want it. That's fine. That's fine. But that's that's what I called you and was like, we got to straighten this out. Okay. <laughs> Me and Calvin did everything we could do to get you on the air last week. I th- I just thought we had broken up because I mean even if we weren't broken up, um, then after you write a post like that, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> but, uh, I was just like, there's never any coming back. Like even if that wasn't ha- like happening, um, but then like you know my friends had found out and they were like, they were like no, like they called me up and stuff because um, my friends aren't even on Facebook, but they had found out and they were like. They were like, listen, listen, like, Francis is not out to get you. <laughs> yeah, this is two weeks away from us being able to be intimate again. I'm going to fuck things up now. I don't think so. Well, I, I don't maybe think you so. were just trying to piss me off so you got better sex. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is not a good plan because this might what, like, land me back in the hospital. If he lands me back in the hospital, this relationship is over. <laughs> I mean... I don't, I don't, I don't think a hate fuck is that worth it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last time, the last time I got out of, the last time I got out of a psych psych ward, um, and we went on vacation, um, you 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 got a real bad hate fuck. <laughs> so last last week I go to go to the deli deli the bagel place on uh, Abingdon Square. I'm so changing the subject so quickly, and uh-huh. uh, I. And I Ordered an onion bagel with nothing on it, and the and the guy behind the counter goes, "Okay, no onions." And I'm like, "Oh," and and because that's his joke, you know, he he likes to. That's his one joke. Maybe he has more jokes, but you know, I've learned that deli guys have their jokes, and you got to let them have it. Because <laughs> many many years ago, I used to go to a deli on the corner of Allen Street and and uh, Stanton, where Surf Reality was, and every single time the deli guy would quote uh, uh, would would say 10 times the value of anything that you were buying so if you were buying something that was worth two dollars he'd go okay twenty dollars <laughs> <laughs> and if it was five dollars okay fifty dollars <laughs> <laughs> my dad laughs like that <laughs> and uh and uh and one day i got uh, a bagel with cream cheese which i knew was two dollars and I said, uh, can I get a bagel with cream cheese? Uh, what is that? Is that like $20? And he gets real quiet. He goes, no, two. Because uh, I, I took his joke away. I took his one joke away. <laughs> nah, he's, a, he's got the monopoly on that joke. <laughs> and you gotta, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have, you gotta let him have that. It's important. <laughs> he was, he was so mad. <laughs> he didn't get his one joke in. <laughs> I should know better. So now, like next week, tomorrow, if I go and get a big ba- onion bagel with nothing on it, and he goes, "Okay, bagel, no onions," <laughs> probably the same laugh. I'm gonna let him can have I, it. 
I have that laugh sometimes. I used it the other day. It didn't end well. Can I tell you a little story? Of course. Do we have time? So I found, I so it was like an EMT worker at Mount Sinai. So it wasn't really, I realized they don't actually work for Mount Sinai. So I don't have to like shame Mount Sinai for um, when I was like sexually assaulted in the ER by like a worker. But I found the guy waiting outside and I like tried to go have like calm words with him. Um, But he um, clearly doesn't like, he's not like, he assaulted me again on camera this time. (laughs) You know, like he like took the, um, like I was trying to be like nice calm words, like way far apart. And because I was way far apart, he took the um, stretcher and he rammed it into me. And then I fell down and I thought I was fine. Um, So I didn't go into the hospital, but I like um, ended up blacking out on the way home. Like, because when you hit your head, it happens later. And um, I had already had spray paint. People had already let me use spray paint in the neighborhood to make a mural, like, in a selected part. And I'd like to say for anywhere that it says Jess's or Lucas's name on the um, subway, it's not my fault. It is, um, it's the MT driver's fault for (laughs) knocking me over and not checking me out. No, I, I didn't care. I it's not That one was totally my fault. You do not need to go and entice your attacker. I just thought it was funny. Um, but I would like to say that just in case I'm charged liable, because like, I'm, everyone knows who Lucas is. <laughs> and I, I, I'm like, I don't want to be um, charged liable for all the places I, I, charged, I um, tagged my name. Let's get into the groove again. I had texted both of you guys that uh, I was feeling sly this week. I think a little dance to the music will uh, work for us right now. Yes, this is uh, for Sly and the Family Stone. This song is number 223 in Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. It is the title track to the album Dance Dance to the Music from 1967. Let's get a groove on. Sorry. Sorry. That was...
Lie in the Family Stone, one of the first bands that uh, was integrated, men, women, different people of different races. They uh, hopefully will get to hear everyday people. There's only 10 minutes left of the show. Hey, I think we could probably squeeze that in, but we'll see what happens. All right. Because that's, that's a song, you know, about peace and inclusivity and all that kind of stuff. I love that song. I love Sly and the Family Stone. What's not to love, man? <laughs> right? Other good news. Coney Island reopened. <laughs> very, very excited about that. Very I'm sorry if my, if my dark humor before was seems like not good news. I thought it was good news because I've finally been like um, cleared sane, so I was able to go fuck with the EMTs finally. <laughs> so that, I thought that was like a funny story, but yeah. I'm now realizing how it could have not seemed funny that you got assaulted by the EMT worker. But I was just I like had the best time. I mean, I it clearly like I just don't remember spray painting the whole town, but like there's pictures of it, so. I know I did it. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's not that big of a deal, Francis. He was like, it's a federal offense. <laughs> Let's now, not did, get into the part that's it? a federal offense. All right. It's, I, didn't, I didn't say what I did. I didn't say what I did. Yeah, I'm not going to say what you did either. Because I'm not going back to the psych ward because I because I committed crimes because they won't take me to jail. I'm begging to go to jail. Begging. Thank you. Please don't. Different, different strokes for different folks. <laughs> Medallia says the same thing. <laughs> what were you saying, Calvin? Different strokes for different folks, as as Sly would say. Well, it's just like I'm putting the criminal elite, like I'm putting the segues for the criminally insane, but they don't have any door. We don't have any doors on our room, so it's actually much more unsafe. Um, I don't want to talk about that. That that isn't like that will be. I will need to if we talk about it. We'll need to have major trigger warnings before what happened to me with no doors on my um, room. So like boy, what all? Just... What happened to me? What all is bad? It's like Nelly Bly. Remember when we used to joke I was going to be Nelly Bly? It actually happened. But um, like the only person who knows is my voices therapist, and he like he like would hear like I, I'd put him on the phone when when the cops were there and stuff <laughs> to like um have him record it. We can um, save that story for another day. How about how's about to that? catch but somebody we'll all up? Uh, what what uh, Lucas is talking about? Nelly Bly was an extremely brave investigative reporter. And uh, she, she went into mental institutions, faked being crazy, got committed. Um, her editors, of course, did not want her to do this, but they allowed her to go. And she spent, I think, like 10 days in an insane asylum before she got released. And, you know, of course, she was the same person. And, and she was able to she was able to expose some of the atrocities of the mental institutions of that era. Very brave, very brave. Uh, investigative journalist uh, Nellie Bly, and she, she's written a, a lot of other articles, of course. But this is what she is most known for. And let's get everyday people in here. Let's squeeze that in. I really right. want to hear that song, and I want to share it because I'm feeling good. This is 1968. Billboard ranked this song number five, song the number five song of 1969, and a lot of fucking great music came out in 1969. Here is Sly and the Family Stone, Everyday People.
I love that song. When it, when it began, uh, we could hear each other talking. And uh, <laughs> Lucas said about Nellie Bly, 10 days, that's amateur. Yeah, because you like <laughs> you decide like I've I've been like um there are times where I I just go like I just test like their boundaries so far and and then I'm like so not me because I know like there's probably like you know like but who where are you sending the rest of the girls you send them to Renfrew they better be going to Renfrew like I and um like I'll, I'll test like just how far they'll take things sometimes like just to get my reports like sometimes like. And that's my choice. Um, and I'll like go and tell my voices therapist who he's like um, trying to help me with like TED talks and stuff like that. Um, and he'll just be like, I'll be like, I shouldn't say it, but I'll be like, I'll be like, I was gay raped, and he'll be like, Oh well, at least it was good research. And like for him, like just keeping it positive helps helps me keep it positive because I was like, Yep. <laughs> and sometimes like it's like I know that we have to we live in this trigger world culture, but like. You also have to let people like share their um, experiences. Absolutely. And like we have to let like, like people know that like without like without like people are like oh who cares you went to all no like bring me to prison because like I am not safe as a schizophrenic in a place with no um, locks, especially if you're gonna put me on sedatives that I make me where I can't move my body in a co-ed um, prison. Where, where, where the mentally ill are just all placed together, which also usually just means the poor. It was um, the homeless and me. And for Dallas, who told me, my, my Dallas, who told me that boys um, don't cry and that, like, that's why I couldn't be a boy, and especially Southern boys, you should have heard the boys from Georgia, the way they cried. I mean, I went to like male prison this year because they like in psych are allowed to like, fuck with you and like tell you like since you're taking testosterone, we have to put you in like male prison, which is not true and like illegal, but like in psych they're able to, able to do these illegal things. Wait, let's like, end it on a po- positive note. Yeah, well, we have to wrap yes. things up. Uh, the positive so, note is I got cleared. <laughs> yes, and you're here, and we're all yeah, doing yeah. well. And thank you, Calvin. Thank you, Calvin, so very much for doing this show, for making it happen. We really appreciate it. Uh, you, you're, you're awesome. You're wonderful. Lucas, thank you so much for being here, for sharing everything that you share. Uh, it's wonderful to have the band back together. Yes. And thank you all out there that are listening to, to the show. And I uh, hope that you've been enjoying yourself. And, uh, and, and I want to end with this. Sorry, Ron. Hey, I got your shot. I got my shot. Did you get your shot? I take a shot every day. A shot of tequila, a shot of brandy, a shot of wine, a shot of beer. Well, I got my shot for COVID, too. Got two of them. So how you doing, Bonnie? You okay? Not really a robot calls your brother. Bonnie, you okay? You got feeding the squirrels? Okay. Well, I called, but I got I got my two shots, plus a couple of shots of liquor and wine. But um, I guess maybe I'll take a walk. I hope you're okay, healthy. I'll give you a call back on Wednesday. Give you a couple of days to rest up. God bless you, Bonnie. Take care of everybody and yourself. Get a shot. Bye. And show some love to yourself. Show some love to others. Good night, folks. Good night. Come back next week. 
we will be less creepy, less triggering. Bye.